Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the Lions. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Greetings to the listeners from a grey, windy, but moderately warm South Bermondsey. But a shootout at the OK Corral, Millwall at home to Bristol City, Millwall 8th, Bristol City in 7th. And winner takes all here today, in my opinion, hum- my humble opinion, dear listeners. Clients unchanged from last week. Jordan Archer in goal. You can almost read them up. Look, try and read them up without even looking at the team sheet. Jordan Archer in goal. Meredith on the left. Marlon Ronyo on the right in the middle. Cooper and Hutchinson in the middle. Jules Savile. Sean Williams on the right will be uh, Jed Wallace. On the left will be Ben Marshall. And up front, the dynamic duo of Lee Gregory and Steve Marshall. I nearly failed that, didn't I? Did you hear that? I hesitated a little bit. Just been speaking to a compadre up there in Block 1, Charlie, who's predicting a 4 0 win. I, I, I don't know if Charlie's partaken of some light refreshment before the game, but I'm going to go with that one for Charlie. Big shout out to Chaz there. I don't know if it's going to be that, um, that big a margin. I'm hoping for a middle win. We need a win to keep the pressure on Middlesbrough in sixth spot, dear listeners. Good crowd in there today. There's a decent turnout at Bristol City End as well. Not far short of a sellout today. The vast majority of whom will be hoping for a blistering start like what we got against Nottingham Forest last week. In fact, Bristol City are almost in the uh, aping Nottingham Forest colours in the same all red kit with uh, white pinstripes. Um, almost the same as, as Forest. Crowd are pumped up. A lot of police presence outside, helicopter bear in the air. As uh, the old um, convoy song had, who wrote that? CW McCall's convoy. It's bear in the air above South Bermondsey. Keep going. Breaker, breaker. Uh, Leonard McCartney for you now. 
team will hug each other in, um, they go straight down to their ends, almost like um, when you watch a David Amberg program, the Gibbons kind of congregate together, don't they, when they're under, under pressure. I'm not sure what I'll make of that. Is that an early psychological sign? They've gathered together in our penalty area, far away from the torrent of abuse they're going to get when they go back to their positions. Hugging each other for, for mutual comfort. April is the cruelest month, said T.S. Eliot. I don't know if he was a Millwall fan. But certainly it's um, our first experience of being under pressure. We've, we've come from nowhere, rather, listeners, haven't we? We've had this incredible run of form that's brought us to the brink of the playoffs. And now, for the first time, um, we're probably playing with a little bit of pressure. How will we deal with that? I don't know. But first up, we're going to have a round of applause for the great servant of club, country and Millwall FC to Ray Wilkins. Um, nice image of, of Ray Wilkins on the screen, 1956 to 2018. Um, I, I, I did a little piece on the Love Sport radio show last night, if you tuned in for that. Um, I think one of our great, if you choose one of our great landmark moments, the cup final run, the Mother's Day massacre, and then the incredible fact that we played in Europe afterwards. Um, landmark moments in my normal life, I'm sure yours too. Um, all I can think to say, listen to the applause, this is how well thought of Ray Wilkins was, is thank you Ray. Club, country and normal, great man too. Good atmosphere here today, listeners. So they've got hunger in their belly. Did the squad have the hunger for it? The hunger, the old David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve movie. Could be Lions at kick-off. Thankfully, in accordance with the Millwall Act 1971, we're going to be kicking towards the away end in the first half, and therefore the Coldblow Lane end in the second half, in accordance with English law and legislation as authorised by Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Away we go. Lions long ball forwards to kick us off. Again, as is right and proper. We're going past the 22nd mark. Still no goal yet. It's not much of a game so far, dear listeners. Early surge forward there from Bristol concedes a free kick on the edge of the D. This is an early chance for Bristol, so perhaps it'll be um, Casey's courts. The tables will be turned. It's a decent looking position. 40 seconds on the clock. Going to be the eight that takes. It's the three that takes. It's straight into the wall. Rebounds away. There's the seven on the left-hand side. He'll float it back in. It's deep, deep, deep. And Archer will take under no pressure. Steve Morrison speaking to the Evening Stand and says he, how Neil Harris has not made manager of the month. I think Neil Warnock got it on the had a little paddy whack on Teddy last night. Ball breaks from midfield. Is, is Morrison on the right-hand side. Ball into the box. That's punched away by the goalkeeper. Under pressure there. Early chance for the Lions. Nice crossing from the right side by Steve Morrison. And uh, the free kick conceded on the 11. That was a nice little opportunity there. Ball punched out by the goalkeeper. Early physical start. Meredith's been penalised down the right-hand side corner flag. Two and a half minutes in. Both teams have come into battle. Bristol have to battle. They've, um, they've had a, a slide in form. As we've had a, um, a roller coaster upwards, they've had a roller coaster downwards in form. Um, but basically, it's a six game season, now, isn't it, from here? 
So they've got every right to think of themselves as contenders. They, they, the league table doesn't lie. They're there for a reason. So they're not to be taken lightly. I just slightly worry at times that we've come into this game for the first time with the, the weight of expectation on our shoulders. And we never deal with that very well, do we? Chance for Bristol to put the ball into the mix. In it comes. Straight into Ben Marshall concedes the corner. Right-sided corner for Bristol. Then it comes from the right, it's deep, and again, Archer pats it away, you could have caught that. Um, I'm not going to resort to criticism of Archer, having defended him on, on, on air last night with Harry, but that was um, batted away when he should have caught it, which keeps the pressure on us at the moment. This is the seven back on the halfway line, comes towards the, the fourth minute. It's been all go, little run forwards there from the seven, and that's going to be hoofed clear by Marlon Romeo. Long ball, Lee Gregg was chasing it down. He's pushed out by the 21. What's the referee given there? Nothing. Shocking decision. Gregory put up through. The ball's over, over his shoulder and he's gone over under the pressure from the 21. Referee gives nothing. The uh, Bristol goalkeeper's having his laces tied up by his, uh, by his defender. I don't know why he can't go down. Maybe he's got his gloves on, I suppose. That's the four doing his time. It almost looked kind of biblical in terms of touching the feet, you know. Meeting the, in the court of King Solomon and to uh, wash feet and all that malarkey. One of our debates last night on on the uh, Love Sport. Uh, uh, players that other teams will be interested in at the end of the season, whatever becomes of us. Always a little ball through, that's gone through the goalkeeper. So Morrison was in attendance there, just too long for him. Um, Cooper, possibly. Hutchinson, possibly. Marlon, certainly, I would say, wouldn't you, dear listeners? Saville, possibly, possibly Wallace, too. Although I would say both Saville and Wallace have found their spiritual home here at the Den, so... Um, there's an argument as to whether they would want to go somewhere else unless the money was, you know, was right, of course, in which case that does its own, own talking. Seven minutes gone, Dennis. It's nil-nil. 21 on the edge of the mill penalty. A little bit of space. Can he? Fantastic body block there by Sean Hutchinson. We, we praise that. We're going to praise it again, the amount of commitment in this squad at the moment. Surely a pull back there by the uh, central defender on Gregory. Referee's not giving a, an inch. But that was a fantastic committed block there by Sean Hutchinson on the shot that was uh, dangerous. Come towards the ninth minute. Lions fans trying to get behind their side. A little bit of possession for Bristol. As we tick towards the tenth minute. For a good entertaining open start to the game, dear listeners. Sean Williams, uh, the jeans were the subject of some comment online from the Thursday Club meal in the Turkish restaurant. He was wearing a pair of dodgy jeans. Um, skinny jeans it's been a long while since I've got into any kind of skinny jean dear listeners you can appreciate is uh, Wallace this is Marshall now great player Marshall beautiful cross away finds Wallace inside the penalty area that's a Inside, Jeff Wallace, shot from first time shot into the far right hand corner of the goal. That is a beautiful finish, dear listeners. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Jed Wallace, Cristiano Ronaldo, eat your heart out. There we are, dream start. 12 minutes into the game, Lions leading it 1 0. Being directed towards the Bristol City fans, there was a little bit of um, online kerfuffle, a 
about them uh, occupying a pub, the Queen Vic in Bermondsey. Uh, I'm not really too sure what anyone's supposed to do about that. The days of full-scale uh, pitch battles in pubs are long over. This place was, was pictured just surrounded by coppers, so I'm really not sure what anyone's going to do about that in real real time. But there we are. Voice of wisdom, age, I am. Good turnout from the Bristol end. No, this is, this is a big game from their point of view as well, isn't it? Strange um, pre-match quote from their manager, Lee Johnson, talking about getting their heads right and, and rewriting the story in their heads. Um, quite odd comments. Um, not exactly Churchillian will fight them on the beaches type stuff, but um, they've clearly um, gone off the rails a little bit in recent recent times. So that's not going to help their cause. That, that's a fantastic goal by Lee Gregory. Morrow says how the manager has not got manager of the month again is beyond me. It's, it is what it is, he says. People will stand up and take notice when they have to and when we're in the playoffs. Imagine if we get to Wembley again, says Morrow. They will then not have much of a choice but talk about us then. Don't talk about us, we don't care, says Steve Morrison to the evening stand in the week. Nice, nice stuff by Morrison there. Lions left the course frustrated after many chances going begging up there at Ipswich. Paul a couple of reports at half-time from Harry and also... Uh, Michael Avery from the MSC, a couple of little uh, reports they did for me from Portman Road last Monday. Where again, we took the lead, but then let that slip. So we've got to be on our game here still, dear listeners, as we come towards the 15th minute, because Bristol coming out down the, the left-hand side is going to go for a corner on the left. We were 14 games unbeaten with the current game in play. Nine wins, five draws, zero defeats. 22 goals scored, 11 different line scorers, 10 goals conceded and seven clean shoots. Courtesy of good brand stats off the internet, off the Twitter. Ball breaks to Wallace now on the right-hand side. 16 minutes. Many in front of him, he does a beautiful job again past his man. That's a ball into the box. A little flick header on from Lee Gregory there. Couldn't quite work right. He's false to Gregory again. He's penalised for over-physicality by the referee. The slag. The cad, the bounder, the blackguard. A bit of head tennis in midfield to the amusement of the Den crowd. The ball breaks down. This is Marshall now. 19 minutes. Comes towards 20 minutes on the left hand side beautiful work to retain possession there he does a lovely little step over there. that's a not bad quick behind the goal beautiful re uh, retention there by Ben Marshall what a find he's been I can't believe the club will not be making every attempt to sign him come the end of the season whether it comes of us he's been a great find he's, he's crossing to the box last week against Forest was beautiful and he also was, had a hand in the, in the opening goal today here for Jed Wallace Williams feeds Gregory inside that move breaks down Wallace claimed he was, he was, he was uh, clattered. Nothing from the referee there. Who's not given much Millwall's way in this, this uh, opening 21 minutes. Ticking towards the halfway point of the first half. Lions leading it. Justifiably so, but the referee's given us nothing. Jed Wallace tells the news at Den that Mill need to win at least four of their last six games to have a chance of a top six finish. Well, 21, 22 minutes into this one. We're on, on course for, for that at the moment. A lot of football yet to be played, clearly. As um, Sean Hutchinson says, make or break, and it probably is. I think whoever loses today will take a mental knock that they won't come back from for the playoffs this season at least. So everything's on the table. It's the high roller table, dear listeners. Clouds of burning plastic, microbead steam rising from the incinerator on the far side of the stadium. It will be quite something to see the likes of Pep Guardiola and the, the foreign cohorts of the Premier League to come in, won't it? If that happens. What would they make of the rubbish incinerator? I'm not sure, dear listeners. Game's just settled into a slight lull. 24 minutes, coming towards the 25th minute. Bristol having a lot of possession of the ball. Mill just sitting behind it at the moment. The, uh, the, the, there's a slight lull in, in the, inside the stadium as the 
the, uh, the initial effects of that blistering start by the Lions wear off. A lot of possession for Bristol, they pass the ball back and forth, but with no great bite in front of goal. Tim Cahill warming up below us in block one. What impact has he had on our club? Just the general um, approach to games, the general um, professionalism of the squad. I think also I'd include Ben Marshall in that. The, uh, there was praise on the House of Fun by uh, one of the posters there for Ben Marshall and the ball retention of the team. But I, I can't believe that the influence of Tim Cahill has not been real in terms of um, attacking play for the Lions. That's Mar uh, Morrison winning a corner on the right-hand side, 26 minutes global name, Tim Cahill. It must rub off on other players, younger players, and just the general um, atmosphere of the squad, mustn't it? 27 minutes, Meredith throwing. Foul throw. Oh, all right. Rather officious little man, the referee, penalising number two for one or two steps forward. I saw a piece by Danny Baker in the week, interesting post about the decline and um, ultimate death, I think, of what I would call our London accent, the accent that you and me grown up with um, for many reasons which I won't go into on this podcast but um, it's being replaced by this stupid um, and I, I, I use stupid deliberately um, Jaffrican London sound that I fucking hate but um, anyway so speak it while you got it because it's when you when it's gone you don't know what you've lost London accent RIP in probably about 30 years time I think if that, if that long I don't mean to sound bitter and twisted, but I just think there's a, there's a beauty and a poetry to um, the old London accent, as, as personified by Ian Dury. A, anyway, enough of that. Ball down at the uh, Bristol end. This is Marlon Romeo. This is Sean Williams now, 30 minutes. He takes a shot. It's a skidded shot. The goalkeeper does well to collect low and left. It's time to start thinking about player of the season. The uh, MSC have posted there. Uh, poll, online poll on the, on the MSC website, have a look at that, log on. Uh, who are you going to choose, dear listeners? Who will you choose for your player of the season? Um, a lot of names, potential names. Saville. Um, my choice, Lee Gregory. Um, I just think the amount of work he puts in. We can have a shot from distance there from, from uh, Sean Williams. Let's run back to the Bristol defence who hoof it clear aimlessly. Let's stay with this. Angled pass out to the left, it's um, the 20, out there with Marlon Romeo, he's run it backwards, nice work by Marlon, 32 minutes. So yeah, player of the season, um, my choice, Lee Gregory, I just think the amount of work he does and the value to the team, when he's not in the team, you, 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 you know it, same as Steve Morrison, I know, he's player of the season last year of course, that's an aimless ball forwards there from Bristol, uh, Cooper just slightly miscontrols there. Hutchinson, Hutchinson, another one that's worthy of mention, another contender. Meredith, the list goes on and on, doesn't it? So log on to the MSC website, it's going to be an interesting poll this season, there's a lot of contenders for Millwall player of the season, 33 minutes. Great tackle on half well by Jed Wallace, releases the ball, it's a long ball out of defence towards Lee Gregory. Again, chasing down, and it breaks, this is, this is Jed Wallace now, on the edge of the uh, Bristol penalty area, is he lining for a shot? He is, that's no, no power and, and Morrison wanted. Morrison wanted. Um, the shot was probably not the right option. He, he couldn't get any power behind it. 34 minutes. Bristol managed doing his nut down there. I think he's, uh, we've, we've just got an unearned throw in, which would be annoying, but he's actually losing the plot down there, shouting at the referee and the linesman. He's, he's the bloke telling everyone else to uh, rewrite their heads. Long ball forwards towards Steve Morrison. Gets his head to it. This is Gregory chasing down. Does brilliantly well in front of the, the corner flag here. That's what I mean. That's why he's my player of the season. You might disagree. Flies his ball into the box by Marshall towards, towards Williams, who just couldn't get his head to it. 36 minutes. 
Archer um, collects the ball with a plum and a little bit of jiggery poker in the corner of the penalty area there hint of handball but he, he pulled it off no trouble there no worries no worries there Harry just a little shout out for the uh, Walk for Isla which I'm doing next week next Saturday dear listeners You'll, if you follow me on Twitter you will see plenty of um, links to the uh, Acton Millwall Just Giving site um, for Isla Caton the West Ham young brave young lady who's fighting childhood cancer uh, I'm doing a walk, nine mile walk from the West Ham training ground to the London Stadium next Saturday morning so no show next, next Sunday um, I'll be there with the West Ham I'll get two and a half thousand pounds generated I will wear a West Ham shirt dear listeners so about, about 2,100 last time I looked so there we are walk fire is a fantastic cause um, we had the pleasure of Michael Hook Isla's dad on the show a few weeks back um, honestly it's a great cause and it's a crying crying shame that we have to do this for our children suffering as, as, as they do with these, these awful conditions uh, the money's needed to generate uh, treatment in the USA not available here in, in the UK this is Marlon Romeo on the right side of the uh, Bristol penalty area 38 minutes this is Morrison inside the, the penalty area it's a little dinky ball it's beautifully uh, executed the goalkeeper managed to collect it just before a, a looping um, ball over the top by Morrison towards Marlon very imaginative but the goalkeeper was there here come Bristol it's the six he's going to have a go and as you can hear from the derisive calls all around me the cat calls that was about halfway between the goal and the corner flag from distance there's no Rivellino for older listeners. Rivellino, the Brazilian master, or well, that guy, he's to Rivellino what um, colour by numbers is to Leonardo da Vinci. 40 minutes gone. There's a the half time whistle. Good half of football from the Lions' perspective. A lot of possession for Bristol, but no end product. Uh, the, the goal separating the two teams was a fantastic one to strike by Jed Wallace from the, practically from the angle of the left side of the penalty area. 1 0 to Mill at the break. We'll be more than satisfied, more than happy with that as the teams file off the pitch. Morrison's going over to have a word with the referee about um, perceived injustices, no doubt, from that first half. But now we're going to take you to a short series of reports from Portman Road last Easter Monday from Harry and from Michael Avery. Achtung, Mehlball. I'll see you at the wall. Full time from Portman Road. Millwall 2, Ipswich 2. Two mistakes from the Lions really have cost them today. Uh, Millwall 1 0 up after Cooper had scored from a good bit of work from Marshall down the left hand side, put a lovely ball across the box, and Cooper was up from a free kick earlier in the passage of play, scored. Then the same story really is what it was at Norwich. Millwall come out, it was a chance, shot from 25 yards, you know the rest. Jordan Archer flaps at it like a man trying to find off a wasp, drops it into the middle of the pitch. Goal line scramble, very much like the one at Leeds, and they score on the line. Then Millwall do suicide. Cooper tries to whack it. Instead of putting it out to touch, plays a short ball back to Archer, and it's 2-1 two, two to Ipswich. Millwall done well to get back. Savile scored, but they ain't had chances later on. Millwall hit the post. Their keeper made two great saves, and really, with the results going the way they are, you've got to look at it as two points drop, but we'll go again Saturday. It's still in our own hands, and there we go. It's full time from Portman Road where it ended Ipswich Town 2, Millwall 2. 
very, very frustrating uh, second half of Millwall. The last 10 minutes, it was all Millwall. Chance after chance after chance. Lee Gregory went back to the Gregory of old and uh, missed a very, very easy chance from six yards out to make it 3-2. I don't know, O'Brien also had a chance, but he somehow managed to scuff wide from 10 yards out. Tom Elliott headed one over the bar, one of the only aerial challenges that he made all game. And Marlon Romeo went on another mazy run, 40 plus yards, only to smash it into the keeper with a left foot effort. Against Nottingham Forest, we were, de we were decisive, we were clinical, we knew where the back of the net was. Today we didn't. This game won't decide, in my opinion, whether Millwall will make the playoffs or not. But it would have been nice to have had a bit of a cushion and maybe slip into the top six with only, what, six, seven games left to go. We can still do it. We need to still keep believing. The fans were with the players today and Neil Harris. Let's just hope they stay with them for the rest of the season as well. Come on, you lines. And now I'll hand back over to Mr Nick Hart. Arriva Dirty Millwall. I'll see you at the wall. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just a few halftime tweets for you, dear listeners. Lions TV, halftime one nil, typical performance, high tempo, pressure in their faces, and guess what? They don't fucking like it, says Dan of Lions TV. Jake Sanders, journo Jake, says Ben Marshall now has two goals and four assists since joining on loan from Wolves in January. Richard Cawley, Marshall's pass was a good one, but Wallace had loads left to do. Turned on the ball and produced a moment of precision in terms of the finish. He did indeed, Richard. Tony Thomas, Lions TV. Tony says, I want this feeling at the club to always be here. It's a special time at the Den. This is our chance. I'm so proud of this team. Come on, you Lions. Uh, Merv replies, absolutely. There's clearly a formula that Harris and his staff are sticking to, not just in terms of tactics, but also the whole culture of the club from top to bottom. Den Lions 69 says, what a fucking goal that was. Jed Wallace 12 uh, on the Twitter. And finally, a, a, a non-entity called Andy Smith 
Chief 1985, whoever he is, I don't know. Millwall in the Premier League, says Andy. What a horrible fault, hashtag scum. Oh, Andy, I was a Birmingham City fan. And what's the Warriors? Lives in Leeds. So I think that sums up all you need to know about Andy Smith. But what a horrible fault, he says. Scum. Not like them, of course. Bristol City out on the pitch, being made to wait in the, the mind game style. The Mourinho mind game book. Neil Harris has sat behind his, his uh, office desk, I think. Here we come. Here come the Lions. Bristol City going to be going towards the away end in the second half. Lions will be attacking the cold blow. As is right and proper and in keeping with English legislation, dear listeners. Flags blowing uh, strongly in the breeze. There must be a decent breeze at pitch level. Ticking towards the 47th minute. A lot of new faces around me in block one again. Such is the price of the, uh, the sold-out den, of course. We'd have to get used to it if we do make the, the dream lift-off into the Premier League. Lift-off and touchdown. They used to be the, 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 the old pub on the Nottingham. King and Queen relaunched themselves in the early 70s into a space-age theme. It was most in Congress on the estate. They had a lift-off bar and touchdown. I think they had like, space horror in there. And it all got turned over its first night by a little mob that came down from the old Ken Rose. Pulled into the box across the whole uh, line of defenders and attackers there's gone for a goal kick no one got on the end of that thankfully yeah the the king and queen which was an old big old estate pub in on the mottingham tried to relaunch itself as lift off and touchdown um it was around about the age of the the apollo space shots and i remember it well because there was an uproar on the estate and i think they were bussing them in from the old kent road when the old kent road was the old kent road and it all kicked off around there the coppers got called the buses got diverted it was um I think even the vicar spoke out on, on the estate against lift-off and its satanic, um, you know, his satanic majesty that ran it around there. It closed very shortly afterwards, but it was, it was glorious and brief. I think they had strippers and, oh, I don't know, what are they, they disco lights in the boat. It must have been horrid in there. I never got in there. I was, on, I was only about 10. Here's Savile. Wallace just overhit there. Couldn't fight, find Wallace. Breaks to, to Bristol City, 48 minutes. Long ball forwards over the top, finds Lee Gregory. Back heels into the bar for Steve Morrison. 2-0! Mill Lady 2-0, Morrison slams it home. Beautiful back heel by Lee Gregory for the long ball forwards on 51 minutes. Is that game saying match there, listeners? It should be. Listen to the joy around the bend. See that again on the screen. I've got plenty of arsenal views. I've been pushing the end of my row. Outrageous. It's a long ball forwards, it's headed on by uh, to Lee Gregory, back heels into the path of Steve Morrison who slams it home from the edge of the pedal chair with a sliding tackle in front of him to no avail by Bristol. Joy around the den, joy in South Bermondsey, fear and loathing in FA Premier League headquarters though. Imagine the panic meetings on Monday morning, it's getting closer. Breaks down as Wallace breaking the midfield. 52 minutes, insertion down the left into the penalty area. Ball across the box, Lee Gregory. Morrison, Gregory, Savile, handball. Chaos in the area. Referee gives a push. Scramble chance. Panic stations in the, in the Bristol City defence there. I thought it was a handball as the, as the ball was scrambling around side the six yard box. Moments respite for Bristol. Listen to that. 
Game on. Game on. There's an old favourite. I like that song. Ball out wide. Fine Savile from Steve Morris. This is Jed Wallace overlapping him. Ball into the box. That's going to be cleared by the defence on 54. Referees letting them not go today. There's a little challenge on the, on the Bristol forward there that, that was let go. They've, they've recovered possession. The ball through down the middle. This is the 20. Great block by Jake Cooper. Little chance there just to get them back in the game for the 20. And that was a fantastic block by Jake Cooper. Stood his ground, got a leg on it. Great work, Jay Cooper. 58 minutes. Bristol shot from distance. So well over the bar. Well over the bar. Illusion. Cascades. Through the high banks of the den. In case they didn't realise already. Great tackle, Jay Cooper. Just play out a little ball rightwards towards the nine. 59 minutes. Break forward to Bristol, who's the 20. Plays it wide, it's the edge of the penalty, has a shot, that's miles wide. From the 21, 63rd minute of the game, dear listeners. Here the derision. 66 minutes, a little bit of possession for Bristol at the moment. We've just got to keep it tight. Free letting it stuff go, the Savile going flying, a ball into the box, that's headed away by... Hutchinson and Meredith clears. A little bit of scrappy play there, to be absolutely frank with you, dear listener. But halfway through the second half, leading 2 0. Who gives the Tinkers cuss? And Gregory wins a free kick on the left hand side just to take that little bit of um, pressure away, I suppose. Bristol keeping the possession um, predominantly in their, in, their, you know, in, their, in their hands. But as ever, um, whatever the possession stats say, it's the scoreline that, that reflects the. The outcome is 2-0 at the Millwall at the moment. So, story of the season in, in many respects. We've soaked it up, taken our chances and are leading. The referee has let a lot go. He's less a fair. Let it be. Let it all go. Play the form. It's actually made for a better game, in all honesty. He's got more walls. The ball falls almost finding Jed Wallace from uh, Ben Marshall. 71 minutes. Nice work by the 20 to beat Hutchison. But what a block. What a block by Sean Williams there to stop the cross into the danger zone beautiful work there this is Lee Gregor on the halfway line takes it past his man he's got Marshall on the inside of him if he can get it through to him he can't quite make it unfortunately under challenge there by the, the Bristol defence lovely work by Lee Gregory though it's the Lions turn to do the uh, slowing down keeping the ball routine that's gone all the way back to Jordan Marshall all clear Gregory plays the ball out wide left now this is, this is Marshall on the edge of the, uh, the penalty area left side Cuts to the byline. It's a beautiful ball back across the box. It falls to Morrison. That's come for a corner. Chance, chance, chance. 77 minutes. Beautiful flighty cross from Ben Marshall. That's been one of the real stories since he's come to us on loan. Is the quality of the cross. That was on the uh, the head of uh, Steve Morrison. Just went into the defender's uh, body. And then it's gone for a corner now on the right-hand side. Ben Marshall on the right-hand side. 78 minutes on the clock. Flighty ball, that's uh, headed down by, who's that, Cooper? Uh, Williams, sorry, headed wide of the, of the left post. Little substitution, Marshall's coming out of the game, he's run himself into the ground for us today. Uh, we're going to miss his crossing ability, but Fred's coming in with, with uh, 12 minutes to go. Listen to that applause, dear listeners. What a player, what a find. Sign him up. 
break time. Are you ready for Freddy? Ticking towards the 80th minute. Bristol keeping possession as they have done throughout the whole game to be honest with you. There's a cross into the middle. Head, Jake Cooper gets his head to it and Meredith will clear after a fashion. Straight back to Bristol possession. Trying to work some space down the right now as a ball into the defender there trying to claim for a handball. That will be ambitious. There's a ball across the middle box and Williams will clear it. Beautiful take by Morrison but the six is just back there in time to uh, stop that take and turn by Morrison the halfway line. It's Timmy Cahill time. Gregory's coming out of the game. Cahill's coming in. Magnificent performance again by Lee Gregory. Stadium full of applause for the way he's played today. Hard work, hard working player. In comes Tim Cahill for the final nine minutes. Almost certainly the same role alongside Steve Morrison. Great tackle in midfield there by John Southern. Great tackle by Tim Cahill. All still loose. Meredith settles the issue. Bristol got possession. The crowd will love you. Give a Millwall crowd a solid tackle and they'll love you to death. Great tackle again by Tim Cahill. Almost breaks for Jed Wallace, but not quite. Be another yellow card for Jules Saddle. Those, those yellow cards are going to add up on the steer listeners. Substitution's going. 20 is coming off. 24 is coming in. Shackell's coming in just to show up the defence. Good applause for Steve Morrison. Another performance today by Steve Morrison and a goal. Good round of applause for Steve. Well, uh, for calling to action, a little dummy there on the edge of the penalty area almost put the ball in front of goal. The shackle was equal to that. Fred does well. Keeps possession. And he's on the break coming down the left. 87 minutes. Fred. He's got Tim Cahill forwards. He stopped to take this thing out of the attack now probably the right decision in fairness he's now run himself into the defender so um, just took away the momentum there Fred Bristol pressing falls the 14 ships it forwards towards Cooper who heads it clear Fred draws a free kick he's getting good at drawing free kicks I, I think the influence of working with such great mentors as Neil Harris and, and Tim Cahill He's having its effect on Fred's game. That was a great work free kick. Just took the moment there and killed it. 88 minutes. 19's going to take the corner. In it comes. That's across the line. That's headed off the, uh, the, the head of Savile there for the four on the right now. A little bit of pressure for Mill at the moment. Just want to keep it tight. Pull back into the mix. That's Hutchinson's underneath. Going to be another corner. 19's going to take. Gleason. In it comes. Headed over the bar. No chance now. Been an efficient performance today, dear Liz. I think mean, that's the word I want to say get out of today's match day experience is efficiency. How many times can you say that in the Lions history? We've come in today, managed a high pressure situation, created a great goal for uh, Jed Wallace in the first half and an efficiently taken second one by Steve Morrison to finish it really. Game set and match at 2 0, wasn't it? Um, we've, we've also dealt with Bristol's threat so far. I know there's a few minutes yet to go, but um, they've not shown much in front of goal for us today. And that has been an efficient team performance. Man of the match for me today. Um, take your pick. Gregory, Marshall, Williams in midfield, Saville. Um, I'm probably going to go for the central defenders. I've done a lot of work. So I'm going to take um, I'm going to take Jake Cooper today because, uh, again, you take your pick from any of them, really. But Jake Cooper's put his body on the line, as indeed has Sean Hutchinson, and he hastened to add. But I'm um, just going to go for... I'm going to plump for Jake today. Um, because the central defence has really kept um, Bristol City at, at bay. 
I said, well, at the moment, just a little bit of ball juggling there in, in front of the D, the middle D. And it falls to the... Falls in. Fred brings away. Fred on a run. Straight into trouble, sadly. It's the 20 on the edge of the mill penalty here. They just can't work any space. And that's a, that's a tribute to the defensive work that's, uh, that's gone on today. That's straight across into no one and Archer collects. Well, dear listeners, the dream looks like it's going to live on to Bolton on Tuesday night, doesn't it? And what a great win this has been. What an efficient win over playoff rivals. Um, the dream continues. Is, is, are the gods with us? It seems that they are so far. There's a ball over in the uh, far left corner. Mill just trying to run the clock down at the moment. Referee gives a free kick. I'll make it time up. Fantastic team performance, the Lions take it 2-0, that was as efficient as you like, Bristol City never really presented any real threat, loads of possession, but nothing to speak of in front of goal, I will go man on the match straight Kruger for that reason, but otherwise take the pick from any of that 11 players, um, great result, the dream lives on their listeners, take it away Mr Bryant for now. Time's a bit of then, dear listeners, aren't they? What a fantastic day. Sunshine now, evening sunshine. Flags flutter in the breeze. Lions saying the bullets and rocking all over the world. Wonder days. We're back after these messages. Achtung, Mehlball. Well, it's no Sunday morning nightmare, dear listeners. It's actually a Saturday night dreamland uh, due to family commitments tomorrow. I'm going to record this and these comments tonight, Saturday, after what was a fantastic win. Let's be quite honest. It was as ruthless and as an efficient a mill performance as I can think of in a long time. In fact, I'm struggling to think of a better one given the amount that was at stake coming into today's game, given the fact that, um, as we've said a few times, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the run that we're on must come to an end at some time and we're up against promotion chasing rivals. And even that phrase, uh, promotion chasing rivals, can you believe we are where we are? But that was a fantastic win, a 2-0 win, um, Bristol City were dispatched. I, I, I said after the game speaking to Dan at Lions TV that the word that leaps into my mind was efficient. Um, from the wonderful opening goal from Jed Wallace, what a, a, a strike that was. Placed into the top right-hand corner from the corner of the penalty area. Nice work by Ben Marshall to feed him, incidentally. Um, but from that moment onwards, we controlled the game. I've seen a few tweets online tonight from disgruntled Bristol City fans complaining that uh, they've had, I don't know what it is, 70% of the possession, something of that order, which gives us 30%. 
But as we always say, it's the statistic that's on the score sheet that matters, and that is 2-0. The Lions dispatched them with aplomb. I can't think of a, a more um, efficiently organised, well-worked and well-managed performance by a mill team in, in, in a long time. I'm, I'm struggling to think of a better one at the moment. Speaking after the game today, Neil Harris rightly pays tribute to mill captain and our most experienced starting player, Steve Morrison. Um, a superb second goal, rightly so. That again, that was that was um, put away very nicely, just to kill the game off in the second half. Just as Bristol might have been entertaining vague notions of trying to claw their way back into what was still quite a tightly contested game at that stage. Um, Neil Harris says of Steve Morrison, his experience and leadership is everything in the dressing room. He's club captain because of what he brings, his maturity. He knows how to play as a number nine at this football club. It's a critical phrase at this football club. That's key here, he goes on to say. You have to have a centre forward the fans can identify with. And yes, we do identify with a cussed, miserable, bossy, hugely talented, full of guile and nous centre forward that is Steve Morrison. He's very much our man. And I think despite sometimes his um, somewhat... Um, Straight-talking persona. He loves us back, too. That was a fantastic second goal to, to kill the game, 2-0. Uh, Neil says that uh, we had our team shape when we press. All comes from Steve Morrison. And that was a team performance today. I, I, I named um, Jake Cooper as my man of the match in, in real time. In all honesty, you could take anyone um, from the, the outfield 10. Archer didn't really have much to do. What he did have to do, he did well. Um, and I think that's worth saying, given the, some of the criticisms that comes to Jordan Archer at times. But the outfield 10, um, take your pick. Take your pick, dear listener, because I think they all turned in magnificent performances. Lee Gregory applauded off the pitch today. I, I, I said um, in, in the stream of consciousness... My choice for man of the season, player of the season, just for the sheer work rate that he does. I know, I mean, there's been a debate on, on Twitter tonight with um, whether Morrison does more work than Gregory. I, I don't think that really matters. And I don't think as players and as men, they would differ with each other. They've, they bring different qualities. But Lee Gregory is a... a, a, a his journey from non-league football to where he is now, the rounded nature of his game, the work that he puts in, for me... He make, makes him my choice of player of the season. That is not to demean the likes of um, Hutchinson, uh, Sean Hutchinson in central defence, uh, James Meredith on, on the left, the, the rising star, the stellar talent that is Marlon Romeo, all of whom turned in huge performances in midfield today, George Savile. Sean Williams, um, still possibly feeling sore from his lack of, rec rack of, rec well, lack of recognition at international level. Um, turned another magnificent, some of the blocks, some of the tackles, the way we absorb pressure and then just get that critical foot into the ball and, and, and shots that are, um, got, got away from the opposition that it blocked the people throwing their bodies on the line, dear listeners. It's a wonderful time to be a Millwall fan. Um, uh, we, we now sit seventh in, in the table. Now three points clear of Bristol City in, in eighth position. Uh, we're chasing down Middlesbrough. 41 games played each. They're on 66 points. We are on 65. I think they play Sheffield United on Tuesday. We are at Bolton. We have to go and get a result. They will surely be pressing for a result, but Sheffield United will see their last glimmer of hope, if they're going to do anything, will be in beating Middlesbrough. So big Tuesday night to come. I'm going to go up to Bolton myself. Um, I can't resist it. 
it's the, the the run is is what it is. I'm going to drive up Tuesday afternoon because that's the madcap kind of thing you do when the lions are on the, the roller coaster, dear listeners, don't you? Um, and we are really staring down the barrel now. Five games to go. This shit is real. It's not a not a drill. This is the real deal. Um, Sheffield United away next Saturday. I can't make that game unfortunately because I'm doing the walk for Isla, which I will complete today's podcast with another little appeal for money. That's a fantastic cause. But it's a big week of football ahead and then some huge matches. Fulham at home and Middlesbrough away. Um, Huge crunch matches. The qualities I love about this team, this group of players though, is that coming into today's game, a result was needed. And they managed the game. I think that Neil said said so in his in his post match comments. The way we managed that game today is is utterly magnificent. And um, you know, whatever becomes of us now, we we have some f- huge experiences to take away from this season. I'm going to just a selection of tweets from tonight. There, there are so many, so many people saying similar things that it's hard to um, you know sift through. But this is Millwall Glenn. Uh, says he's racking his brain to think of a forward that we've had who works as hard as Lee Gregory does. It's why he's loved him from day one. He says he works his bollocks off every, every game, and he does. He works his balls off, running back to track down, um, holding balls up, chasing every ball down. One of his favourites of all time. Also, I want to mention the quality of his passing. That's, that's a, a, an element that's probably been developed in his game. So he does the work. Um, I'm thinking also of Jed Wallace here. I've, I mentioned him on Lions TV earlier on. Jed Wallace, Lee Gregory, they do the work, but they also bring the flair and some of the quality of Lee's passing at times has been magnificent. Jake Sanders posted a little video of the teams leaving the pitch at the end of the, of the win today. Um, he says, this place is absolutely buzzing at the moment. Watch how Neil Harris gives a hug to each and every one of his players as they walk off the pitch. Hashtag Millwall, says, says Jake. Bet365 posts that at the beginning of December, Millwall were 19th in the championship, just five points above relegation. They're now one point outside playoffs with the best form in the league. They're also unbeaten at the den in over four months. That's a statistic I like, don't you, dear listeners? Another one from Glenn. This is Millwall. As a fan, he's just enjoying the ride. And whatever happens, is a great. it's a great season. If I were those players, he says, they've worked too hard to get where they are now to let it go, basically. I hope they believe in themselves and go all the way. Seconded. Second emotion, Glenn. Dan underscore Wallace 06 loves his football club. Believe, says Dan. Hashtag Millwall. John Kelly says about the atmosphere today, my word. Uh, Im- imitating the great Ray Wilkins them. The atmosphere today, my word. Super Neil ringing around the ground and Harris acknowledges, says John Kelly. Stephen Biondini says we looked in total control after going 2-0 up. He can't remember as a supporter feeling so calm in such a big game. I I agree with you, Steve. Uh, Two top quality goals today on to Tuesday night, says Steve. Grumpy Grimace. I love Grumpy Grimace's stuff always. He says after watching Harris being interviewed in the in the Ipswich game, it was clear that he expects to be in the playoffs. Having watched the dominant performance against the playoff rival today, so does Grumpy. Eric Openshaw, just a little bit different here. Eric has come up with a different take on today. He's got a picture of a mad cunt landed at Heathrow Airport from California at 10am this morning, Saturday, to come and watch Millwall. His flight leaves tonight, 940 it's about an hour and a hour and a half away from when I'm recording this to go back to California. It's a day trip to London. I do think he's one mad C-U-N-T, Eric. I, 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 what a great story that is. Dean Fraser, Dean F. He's been going to Millwall for 41 years and he's enjoying following it again that this team is what Millwall's all about. Guts 
and passion and do not give a fuck attitude. And finally, Michael Avery of the MSC says a superb professional performance, a great game to watch, and he thought Millwall were unbelievably efficient. Occasion didn't get to them, and they made a good Bristol City side look average. Agree with that, Michael. Achtung, Mehlball. I'll see you at the wall. So there we are, dear listeners. That's the summary of today's wonderful performance by the Lions. Seventh position going into um, into April itself. Who would have believed it? Um, it's an, an absolutely incredible achievement just to be here. But we are now in a very real position of playoff football. This shit is getting real, dear listeners. Believe, all in capital letters, believe with a full stop after B I. B-E-L-I-E-V-E. I nearly couldn't spell believe there. Did you hear that? Before I go, I just want to um, thank everyone that's contributed to the Isla Caton appeal. I'm on £2,085 at the moment. If I can get myself to £2,500 for this walk for Isla, which is next week, next Saturday morning, then I will do this walk wearing a claret and blue West Ham shirt. Um, there's the challenge. So we're on £2,085 at the moment. Um, so I need to, basically, I need to generate 400 quid this week to um, put on their their shirt. Um, it's one of the few occasions in my life where I will desperately, desperately want to wear claret and blue because this is a wonderful cause, dear listeners. She's an incredibly beautiful, brave young lady, three years old. She's suffering with uh, neuroblastomy, which is a, a childhood cancer. Um, as I've said a few times, and I'll say it again, I'll make no apologies. Some things are really big on football, um, and so is this. So if you visit the um, CBL underscore magazine Twitter feed, there's a link on there to, to find the Just Giving link. I will read out the web link in case you need it www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash all one word now Achtung Millwall for Isla anything you can spare being serious anything you can spare is wonderful fivers pennies whatever you've got the more the merrier I need to get 400 quid in, in a week so whatever you can spare is mass- massively appreciated I have some wonderful donations today and one last push to get over 2,500, and I will post pictures of me wearing a West Ham shirt on a nine-mile walk with a bunch of West Ham fans and one other Mill fan, Henshaw, if you're listening. Looking forward to meeting you, Henshaw, next week. That's going to be the Mill News this week, dear listeners. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, Game's on. Dream on. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.